0: Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Thanks again for joining us for another episode. been a while since we've uh, had a story about Mrs. Maddox. For those of you that have never heard of Mrs. Maddox story, there are a few of them in Season 1 and Season 2. So go back and take a look and, and listen to more of those stories. Along with any other stories that we've done over the last year and a half, That is the good thing about the podcast is that you can go back and listen and listen and listen over and over and over again. Mrs. Maddox, relocation. Beatrice hadn't been to Mrs. Maddox's house for quite some time. She was busy with schoolwork and some of her other activities outside of school. She walked down the familiar path to Mrs. Maddox's house. But as she walked up the dirt driveway to the familiar porch, she heard some noises inside. There seemed to be a lot of commotion going on. This was unusual. Even if they were playing a fun game inside, you could never hear it from outside. It was always something that Beatrice was curious about, but Mrs. Max had a lot of special things in her house, and maybe her house was just made to prevent noise from going out and disturbing the neighbors who might call on the police to visit her, and she didn't want any unexpected visitors that might get a little nosy about her situation. She knocked on the door, and after a few moments, the door swung open. "'Well, hello, Beatrice. I did not expect you. We haven't seen you in so long.' "'I know. I'm sorry, Mrs. Maddox. I've just been so tied up with school and other activities.' "'Well, I come to understand, these things seem to happen. You're not the first kid to not really have the time anymore to come over and play.' But I do want to, said Beatrice, which is why I'm here today. I do see that. Unfortunately, Beatrice, we are moving. Moving? Yes, uh, relocating, I guess is a better word to put it. Why are you moving, Mrs. Maddox? Oh, there's always a time when we have to leave and settle in somewhere else. And we realized the time is now. But I still want to come over and spend time with you, Mrs. Maddox. Oh, I understand, dear. But it's going to become less and less. I just know how it goes. Well, can we at least do one more thing today? Well, dear, I don't think there's anything we can do today. We've all packed up all of our games, and we were just getting ready to take off. Well, how are you going to go anywhere, Mrs. Beatrice? I didn't see any cars or moving vans or anything outside. Oh, we won't be needing those. We take everything with us. What do you mean, everything? We take the house and all. That's what makes this place so special. Really? How are you going to move this house? Oh, well, you can stay for that and watch. But what about your friends, Mrs. Maddox? You're going to miss them, aren't you? Oh, dear. Many of them are coming with me. Really? They live with you? No, they'll find a place to live there, but they will travel with me. Mrs. White, it's time to get the house ready to fly. And Beatrice looked over into the area where they had always played, and Mrs. White was on the far wall and flipped a switch. A lever, really. The knots of interesting noises took place, and Mrs. Maddox led Beatrice to the middle of it all, and they looked up, and up above, where they could always see that sky, well, it was starting to get blotted out by something. Beatrice couldn't quite make it out, and then finally it made all the sense in the world. It was a balloon, a hot air balloon. Amazing, Mrs. Beatrice! This is so cool. Isn't it, though? I thought it was brilliant myself. But how are you going to make it fly? I don't see the the typical basket with the flame. Well, we won't be needing a basket because the house is our basket. And the balloon is much larger than a normal hot air balloon. But we will need a flame to make it go up. Mrs. Pickle and Miss Anne, will you do the honors, please? And the two ladies that Beatrice had gotten to know so well, walked out on what appeared to be kind of a scaffolding or a narrow bridge above both Mrs. Maddox and Beatrice, and they were carrying something, and they set it in the middle, and they dropped a cable of some sort down. Stand clear! And Mrs. Pickle and Miss Anne walked back where they had come from, and Mrs. Maddox pulled on that cable, and a flame shot out high up in the air, sound that I made. Well, Beatrice, we've got to be getting going now. It will just take a little bit of time to get that balloon heated up and so that it will start to rise. But Mrs. Maddox, I don't want to leave yet. I want to stay. I'm going to miss you. Can't I just travel with you in this balloon? It would be amazing. We are going quite far away. But wait, I do have a thought. We do have a way to get you back so you could travel with us and then we'll send you back home Really, Mrs. Maddox? That would be amazing. I can't wait. I've always wanted to fly in a hot air balloon. Then this one is unlike any other. All right, ladies. It's time to fly. Mrs. Maddox pulled on that cable several times. And the house started to lift. It took a little time to lift that heavy house into the sky. But once they did... It didn't take long for it to get high in the sky. Now, Mrs. White, I think it's time. and Mrs. White flipped the switch on a wall, and the walls slowly turned transparent. They were almost like windows all around the house, and Beatrice could see the world outside. And then she noticed that the floor was clear as well, and she could see the trees and the houses all below her. It was an amazing sight. This is amazing, said Beatrice. I can't imagine how you've made this house, but it is truly the greatest house. Well, thank you for the kind words, but I can't even really explain it myself. And they traveled for quite some time. Beatrice was able to see many things down below her. She had never been in an airplane, and she had never seen this perspective of the world before. The people were almost... Nothing but little tiny insects. The cars were miniature, and so much of the world was in rows and squares, whether it was a farm, a neighborhood, or a downtown square. The forests were big, huge bushes in her mind, and the clouds were within reaching distance. There wasn't a lot of talking on that trip, just a lot of looking and amazement. And Beatrice didn't realize, but they had been descending for a little bit of time. And then all of the small things started to become larger. And she could begin to see the detail in the buildings, the trees, the cars. Prepare yourself, we're about to land. And Beatrice watched as the hot air balloon, or the house, was guided perfectly down into a little square plot of land, only a block or two away from a park and a little downtown. Why here? Beatrice asked Mrs. Maddox. I just have this feeling there's someone nearby that needs a little creativity and excitement in their life. Just like you did, Beatrice. You're right. You came into my life at the right time, said Beatrice. Thank you for all the time we spent together and thank you for this last adventure. Oh, you are welcome, dear. We must be getting you home before your parents get worried. Yeah, how am I going to get home? Oh, do you remember the jetpack when we played pickleball? Yes. Well, I've got a special one where we can just put in the coordinates of your house and it will take you there. And you just have to take off and land by yourself. That is amazing. Indeed. And Mrs. Maddox got Beatrice all set up with the jetpack. They hugged and hugged again. And Beatrice said goodbye to Mrs. Maddox's friends. Mrs. White, Mrs. Pickle, and Miss Anne, and she took off on that jetpack, waving to them goodbye. I'm going to miss her. I'm going to miss her a lot. But Beatrice got to fly over the world again, not as high this time, but she got to see the world from a different perspective and one that made her feel so much better about the world and how beautiful it is. This concludes Mrs. Maddox's Relocation. If you'd like to support Stories from the Woods podcast, you can leave us a review, make a donation using the link in the show notes, or share the podcast with family, friends, local libraries, and schools. Remember to check out our past episodes and to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks again for listening! This podcast features the song Surreal Forest by Medane, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.